This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, October 28th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. Should judges be protected from having their biographical facts posted online? And if you wanted to protect judges from that kind of information being presented in public, is there a way to do it constitutionally? Cato's Tommy Berry discusses legislation now buried within the National Defense Authorization Act and why it would represent a clear violation of the First Amendment. This law was prompted by an indisputably uh, tragic event. Uh, a deranged former litigant came to a federal judge's house uh, in 2020 during the lockdown, pretending to be a delivery driver, and uh, shot her husband, shot and killed her son. Uh, horrific events. And the question that the federal government is considering is uh, how to deal with this issue. Uh, but in my view, they've taken an approach that raises serious First Amendment concerns. They've uh, drafted a bill named after uh, that judge's son that would allow federal judges to send takedown notices if any American posts basic biographical facts about a federal judge anywhere online. That includes basic facts like their date of birth, where their family members work, where their children go to college, the type of facts you'd expect to find on Wikipedia and that are compiled in various online databases for people to look up facts about federal judges. And the problem with this law is that the Supreme Court has said uh, in multiple cases that if the government is going to suppress truthful personal facts about individuals, it has to have an exceedingly uh, compelling reason to do so, and it has to be on a case-by-case -case basis, not a blanket authorization to suppress information, even if it does not pose any threat. This law does not have that case-by-case -case basis, and for me, that's the biggest red flag uh, showing that this goes too far. And this is a broader issue because I know multiple states have looked at trying to blanket prohibit the production of public records that are factual and would apply to you and me about, uh, you know, this standard information about public officials. So, so in, in this particular case, what do you expect? It's still unclear if this bill is going to become law. It seemed like it was dead about a year ago. It was brought to the floor, um, but failed to pass via unanimous consent. And then in a major surprise just last week, its text was added to the National Defense Authorization Act. It, of course, has nothing to do with national defense spending. This is the must-pass bill uh, to fund the armed services each year. Uh, this is just a ploy to essentially get bills uh, passed by adding them to this must-pass text. So it really all hinges on whether this text remains in the NDAA when it reaches uh, the Senate floor. Uh, likely in the lame duck session. But if it does become law, I think it's quite likely to be challenged like several state similar state laws, as you said, some of which, for example, banned posting the personal information of police officers. And in every case, uh, state federal courts looking at those laws have said, no, this goes too far. Biographical facts about public officials are inherently speech on a matter of public concern. The law does include one exception. It says if uh, the information is posted as part of a legitimate news com or commentary piece, then it can stay up. 
first of all, that's a tough line to draw. And second, I don't think that goes far enough because people use databases to make news and commentary. And if the databases can't have the information, it's harder for the reporters to write the stories in the first place. It's interesting because there are many lawmakers in Congress who are more than happy to uh, draw what what appears to them to be a very clear line between, say, news media and some yokel on Facebook or guy who has a blog. Like, clearly we know the difference, don't we, guys? But, of course, that's not how speech works. That's not how the press works. Exactly. And if you're trying to figure out if you're likely to be subject to this law, there's naturally a chilling effect if it's at all a close case. And the downside is pretty significant. If a judge sends you a takedown notice and you don't take it down within 72 hours, you can be sued and you can be on the hook for the court costs if you lose. Uh, So this is likely to have a chilling effect up until a point where it's challenged in court and a court finds it unconstitutional. Surely most members of Congress, lawyers, not all lawyers, but many, 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 many lawyers in Congress know that this doesn't pass the smell test as far as the First Amendment goes. How would they go about changing a law like this with, you know, again, admirable uh, goals of not having judges being targeted by killers? Um, How would they make it pass muster? The key is it needs to be on a case-by-case basis, whether information really does pose a threat. Uh, In my view, this doesn't need to be limited to judges. In my view, it's past due for a general uh, privacy online privacy bill that focuses on distinct uh, and proven threats. Uh, you should Congress could pass a bill that applies not just to federal judges. Why should they be singled out and special, but apply, allows anyone uh, to go to a judge and say, look, this specific uh, personal fact about me, I have information that shows that there's some specific person who, who wants to use this information or is looking for this information and then get it taken down in that uh, rare but sometimes occurring event. Uh, so a targeted bill that allowed uh, facts that have been shown to pose a specific threat to be taken down completely, and not just from the internet, but also in any other source. That's another problem with this bill, is because it only applies to the internet, it's actually under-inclusive and not likely to get the job done if a fact poses a specific threat, because you could still find it in the white pages and, and so on. So a bill that doesn't just apply to elected officials and treats them as special, but that allows anyone um, to take to apply to take down specific facts that pose specific threats uh, would be the better and more likely constitutional approach. Tommy Berry is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast on your podcast platform of choice and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>